Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, welcome to AEW Unrestricted, the official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. I'm Aubrey Edwards with my co-host, I, I, I like pointing in whatever direction because it's him, Tony Schiavone, wherever he might be. Tony's back in his man cave in Atlanta. I'm actually still in Jacksonville, currently in a bar. I think this is the Hangman Bar, not the Dark Order Bar. But uh, okay. shortly after Full Gear, those of you watching the video version can see we've still got all the Full Gear stuff up and running. So pretty sweet. Speaking of pretty sweet, uh, we've got... A guest that I've been really excited to talk about, Jade, who debuted last week on Dynamite. Big, big surprise. Jade, welcome to the show. Hi, you guys. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How are you, Tony, actually? I've been talking. I know, Tony. How nonstop. are you? Aubrey, Jade, I'm, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. It, it's, uh, it's amazing that this time of day that Brittany will still be at the bar. But <laughs> the fact someone is... someone who's sober. I just <laughs> hang out at bars all day. <laughs> Right. It's great to be with you, Jade. And uh, you, uh, we we had seen you for uh, a couple of months at Ringside and at Dark and Dynamite, and now you make your debut. It has to be an exciting time for you. Super exciting time. It's been a long process, but I'm happy to be here. So, what is your connection to AEW? Because I know one day I went to training, and all of a sudden there's this person there with amazing hair who looks like a superhero training along with us. Like, how did how did this all happen? This uh, these compliments you're giving me, Aubrey, are Amazing. Actually, um, I, I watched a lot of AEW over the, the past uh, year that you guys had when I, before I became a part of the roster. And I just like the community you guys had, the differentness. You know, I'm, I'm ready to embark in something new in the wrestling community. And that's what grabbed my attention to come to AEW. So that's how it all, the connection came. Um, I was just happy to even have the connection with Tony, to even have a tryout for a prestigious company. Prestigious. Ugh, I like that mm. that's the uh, perception we give off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, you do, you do. We're setting the bar high. Uh, so what's, what's it been, you know, you, you talked about a prestigious company, Jade. Uh, what's it been like for you being backstage and the culture that we have backstage? Because... Aubrey and I talk about it all the time, how we, we certainly enjoy it backstage. We enjoy everybody. Uh, what's your feelings about being uh, backstage with us? It's relaxing. Um, it's not feeling like you're walking on eggshells. I feel like I can be myself. Everybody's very nice, very welcoming, very warm. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's a very fun atmosphere. I enjoy going to work every day. I hate coming home all the time. The road trips are brutal, but it's well worth it. I enjoy everybody backstage. They all made me feel like family. Are you in Atlanta? I am in Atlanta currently. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you're making the long drive that Shivani is making. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm flying. Good luck, Tony. Yeah, okay. Good well, job. Yeah. Right choice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a driver. So which coaches or agents have you been working mostly with in AEW so far? I've been working with Dustin. Dustin is really, he's really been geared in. He's been making sure that 
I literally am prepared. He made my debut super easy for me. He talked me through everything, as well as QT at the Nightmare Factory. They've been sitting down, talking to me, rehearsing with me, making sure that everything is perfect. Dustin wouldn't have me out there if it was anything less. Very relaxing community. But Dustin's my guy. QT's my guy. Love them. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, you only have one shot at a first impression, so to have those guys have your back is feels pretty good it's very calming presence there it's amazing dustin is is all in when it comes to the women's division as well as qt he's probably like our our biggest advocate outside of kenny he just he tells everyone i love you i love you so much like every day dustin's like everyone's dad yes and he's very honest you know if he feels like you're out there looking crazy he will definitely tell you that you're out there looking crazy and he's old school so he really educates you about a lot of things. And um, being that I came from more of an athletic background, I need that. Yeah. So he's right now my, my mentor for AEW. I love it. So who got you interested in professional wrestling? China. Ah! <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, I've always been muscular, and I used to always get picked on by guys saying, oh, she looks like this, she looks like a man, she's too muscular. And I remember growing up and watching China and seeing how she just embodied, you know, and just loved how she looked, and it just did nothing but empower me and make me say, you know what, I look good, like these muscles look great. And she's the one that started my journey with wrestling, and I would literally go in the front yard and and fight the guys because they would never want to wrestle with me because I was a girl and I would get bloody nose, skin, knees. I mean, you name it because they didn't want to wrestle with me and I would have to one up them and make them want to wrestle me. <laughs> so yeah, I was that girl growing up. So you, you get into training and you, uh, you train with uh, Heath Slater. Yes. Talk about that. how did you find the school and how did that all start for you? So that's face-to-face um, down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Heath Slater came in a couple times, worked with me. Actually, Mark Henry, who I mentor, he's the one who referred me to that gym along with Teddy. And they made sure that I was prepared to come to AEW the Nightmare Factory. Mark Henry is one of my favorite people. Nice guy. He's not the, He's one of the coolest guys ever. He really, really, really is. So you've been posting a lot of stuff on Instagram, like clotheslines, power bombs, all these type of things. Are you Are you a top rope person? Are you an old school person? I'm not a top like, rope person. Let's how do you feel your style's developing? Uh, <laughs> if I could do that stuff, I would. But I, if anything, I'm the person that would be doing the throwing. I'm more of a person that's very dominant. And you'll feel my presence more than you see it, I would think. I'm more of a Nyla Rose. Very yeah. strong. Very, Yeah, I'm very strong. I'm not a grappler or anything like that. I'll just pick you up and body slam you. Trust me, if I can do the top rope things, I'll probably do it every blue moon. I'm, I'm actually, I want to work on it. So let's just see how that develops. You know, I'm, I'm still very new at the business, clearly, so... Let's just see how that goes. I would love to do it, though. I'm all for new things. Anything you're very tentative about doing? I mean, I know you mentioned the top rope was not you, and and but any you know you watch some of the crazy things. I know you've been watching from ringside some of the crazy yeah. things that the wrestlers do. You ever look at that and think, I'm not going to do that? <laughs> or, or those guys are those guys and, and girls are crazy. Woo! I think um, top flight, top flight. Oh boy! And um, oh gosh. Um, 
the party, I, I, I can't do the top rope things. I can't jump off and, and give you a drop. I, I will not do that. Um, right. It's very frightening for me. And I can just imagine what goes through their head as they're about to land. So half yeah. the time I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope they land right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like I get right. afraid for them and I'm on the sidelines. Right. But it's something I don't have. I wouldn't have a problem with trying once. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure Dustin, may, Dustin has you work within what you what you like to do and what you can do as far exactly. as the training is concerned. Right. Exactly. What looks great, what looks um, dominant on me. So he's making sure that I'm very polished. I have all my I, my um, eyes dotted and all my T's crossed. He's very technical. All right. We've got Jade here with us. We've been talking a little bit about her introduction to AEW and wrestling for us. Coming up, we're going to talk about her athletic career before pro wrestling, fitness training, and her crazy, amazing background. This is AEW Unrestricted, Tony Schiavone and referee of the century, Aubrey Edwards. Stop it. At least my century. I don't know about the previous century. I don't know. You're pretty old, so you might have multiple centuries. So. <laughs> I knew I walked into that. I knew I would. Yeah, you did, you bitch. We are talking with Jade. <laughs> Hi, guys. We're, hey, Jade. Uh, thanks for being with us once again. Uh, Jade makes, just recently made her Dynamite debut, and it was a great debut. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we talked about your athletic background. Uh, you played basketball at Jacksonville University, right? Yes, I did. Right across the bridge. Right across the bridge. Did you ever have dreams of playing in the WNBA? Believe it or not, uh, no, I did not. I wanted to get a great education. I wanted to use that to become a child psychologist. That's always been one of my dreams. Never wanted to pursue a, a professional basketball career. I know that's a different answer, but I never. No, I get it. <laughs> totally works. You got to do it's whatever not for makes everyone, you happy. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it was fun. I loved it. I loved the atmosphere. Um, I met some amazing people along the way. Just never dreamed of going pro for it. So why did you end up going the route of child psychology? Because that's obviously very different than basketball. <laughs> I know. Um, I had a great mentor. His name was Scott Kaplan, and he was actually a, in general, psychologist. And I would study him growing up. I've known him since I was 12. And I would just sit there and study him and watch how he would talk to us and watch how he would interact with other people. And a couple of times I would go to his office and sit there and just, just soak in everything that was around me. And one day I shadowed him for about, about five hours. And it was just something I wanted to do since I was 13. I always knew. And then I love kids. I am, I have a three-year-old myself. Um, yes. But yes, I have a, a kid. And she's live, lively, very lively. Um, but it's just something I always wanted to do. I always worked with kids. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. And it's rewarding. It's rewarding. We're very rewarding working, um, working with kids. So why not? <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. More people right. should. To be honest right. with you, really, they really, really should. So you mentioned in the video that you wanted to be either a child psychologist or a lobbyist. Oh, what what, what made you decide now. against a career in politics? Why did you not go that route? Oh, I don't think we even have to ask that question right now. <laughs> uh, you're right. I think I made the right decision. Politics right now is, is very sticky and crazy. So... Yeah. I think I made the right decision. Um, you sure I did. Grew, 
politics. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot right now going on. But I grew up on politics and just admiring. But child psychology won over. Like I said, I love kids. And it's a very rewarding career. So I know there was a video a while back. Your teammates had asked you if you could describe Jade in one word, what would it be and why? And do you have an idea of like what that word would be if you're describing yourself? Adventurous. Ah, I love it. Adventurous. I love embarking on new things. I clearly, I love doing the, the unthinkable. I love doing, I love when people tell me no, because I'm probably... <laughs> I'm probably going to go that route anyway. I like being different. I like seeing new things. I like new and doing new things. That's why when Tony had mentioned the top rope, it's actually something I'm saying I probably won't do, but watch I go out there one day and try it and like it and, and put it in there. So adventurous is the word I would pick for myself. You got to just have stuff in your back pocket so you can keep people on their toes. Exactly. Exactly. That's the name of the business. Uh, let's talk about the fitness training business that you are into. Uh, when did you really start to get into fitness? I mean, you talked about being early and being strong and and being, you know, stronger than most of the kids. When did you start getting into fitness? A little bit after I left college, I had an amazing strength and conditioner coach. Um, his name was Todd Moyer for Jacksonville University. I would always get in trouble in college, and our punishment in college was running, in which I, every time I got in trouble, I said, you know what? This is what they're going to make me do. They're going to make me run. They're going to make me run. I might as well love it. And eventually that, that knob just turned and I just started really loving it. I started shadowing him as well. And I started taking, I actually started taking sports classes, um, nutritionist classes, every type of class you can think of when it comes to sports and fitness in college. My junior year, my junior year. And I just, I love pe seeing people overcome what they think they can't. And to me, fitness is more of a mental. More, I mean, it's physical too, obviously, but it's more of a, a mental. And most people can't overcome that mental state. So when I see my clients get over that, it's very rewarding. Right. And that's what I'll say. Yeah, it's very rewarding. But it all started right after college. So you started your own business. So you're, are you a personal trainer? Like, what, what is the specifics? Because now I'm like thinking, okay, you have a master's in child psychology, you're a wrestler, uh, you're a mom, you're a business owner, like, do you sleep? Like, how does this work? I know. And, and it's crazy because right before this podcast, you, I, I came running in. I'm like, all right, I have to get ready for this. I do sleep. It is a lot. And that's why right now I am only offering online, even though a lot of my clients are upset that I'm only offering online and I'm not doing personal. And it's only because now wrestling is a full-time job and I mm -hmm. have no time for anything else. And the only time that I have to myself, I spend with my lovely daughter. So I'm everywhere. I'm new. I'm trying to figure it out as I go, but I do get sleep, enough sleep at least to operate. <laughs> but it's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, I don't want to look back and regret anything and think, you know, I, I could have had time for this or that. So at this point, it's 2020. You have to make more than just one stream of income. So I'm all for it. I want to ask you about your your daily uh, workout routine. But before I do, <laughs> I want to go back. Before I do, I want to go back and touch on something that you just kind of said. and You just breezed by it. You said. I was always in trouble. 
Yes. And that's why they made me run. Maybe how I can someone never said that? <laughs> how could someone as nice and pleasant as you be always in trouble? How it's did always, that always the nice happen? ones. It's always yes. the nice I ones. I know. I know. I'm always in trouble. I just, I had just a way of going about things in, in college. Nothing devastating. Nothing right. horrible. Bad. I just, I was, I was big headed in college. I just thought, you know this should go this way because I'm, I'm this good and it doesn't work that way in college. It doesn't work yeah. that way at all. I was the best where I was from. I'm from Vero Beach, Florida and um, I was the best where I was from and I got away with a lot of things. So I thought sure. me coming into college, I can get away with a lot of things. I don't have to be on time. I can, I, I, I can slack off in a, a workout. I can not go as hard going for that layup. And my coaches were, you give a hundred percent in practice, that's where it all matters. We're going to put you in the game and the rest is history. And I was just not a practice player and yeah. that would get me in trouble a lot. I, I can see that you were, you were just, you were just confident and very outspoken, Thank right? Thank you. At, Thank kind you. Of, yeah. And uh, at times, you know, maybe your mouth got you in trouble at times, you know, Oh, not my mouth, not my mouth. I'm very okay. respectful. <laughs> not okay. my mouth. No, my I mouth was, I was in trouble, Tony. Yeah, I was thinking you're you're kind of like I a referee see. that I know. Okay, oh. <laughs> who's that, Tony? I don't possibly yeah. know. I know. Right? That would be Bryce Rimsburg. Yes. Oh, he's the. If worst. that is his real name, yeah, yeah he's That's just dropping f bombs everywhere. Yeah. No, there's there's nothing very there's nothing very uh, confident about Aubrey Edwards. Nothing. No, I have nothing. no confidence whatsoever. And she's so quiet, as you everybody knows backstage. Right. Like she's, oh, well, I mean. I was loud, and then we hired Eddie Kingston, and now it's like he's he's yeah. the loud one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, going back to Tony's question, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. go ahead. Yeah, what's your uh, daily workout routine? Oh gosh, are we talking about Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday? Give us give, give us, us everything. All. Yeah. Um, Tell us I what you do on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay, that's my lower half. So, but but prior to that, I probably warm up for about seven minutes on the treadmill. Um, or the Stairmaster. It depends on what's opening at the time. Because of COVID, you can barely get on a machine as you would want to. Then mm. after that, I probably, well, not probably, I go to the bench. I do some some laterals. I do the jump rope for about five minutes. I hit the leg press for about three sets. And then I, depending on how I feel, I probably do abs for about 30 to 40 minutes. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm out of there. Yeah. So yeah, I how do does she have such killer day. abs? Oh, that's how. Okay. Every day, every day I do abs. I, I take the weekends off, but five days a week I'm working out and I do abs five days of those week of that week. So damn. I love it. Yeah. So you said lower bodies Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So upper bodies yeah. Tuesday, Thursday. Yes. Oh my God. Yikes. Are you are you more of like a person that works every single muscle group or do you break it up like back and biceps one day, chest one day, shoulders one day? No, I, I do everything in one day. I just I just isolate it. So if I do um, the pull down, I do the lat pull down and I'll do it in the front from my front. I do it in my back in the back from my back. I'll get a, a 45 pound dumbbell and I'll pull it up to my chin for a couple of seconds. So I really isolate my muscles. So I, I target everything. I don't take that long. I don't probably like three or four reps and I, I'm done 10. I mean, 12, 10, eight, and I'm out of there. So I have wrestling to focus on right now. So <laughs> it's a lot. That's my cardio yeah. too, by the way. Okay. Very cool. So now with all the workout regiment that you do and now getting involved in the ring, 
in Dynamite. I don't know if we asked this question or not, but now would be a perfect time to ask it. Do you have a goal or any goals here in AEW? I'm going for that belt, Tony. Yeah, right answer. <laughs> hey, there you go. Go That's for the top, goal. right? Yes, I yes, agree. All the way to go. I'm going for that belt, Tony. I love it. And so I'm sure you've seen the competitors in yes, the I women's have. division. Uh, you and, and I guess by saying that, even though you've seen them, you feel very confident, don't you? I'm very confident. And working with people like Serena Deb, she's really helped me out a long way in just her experience. I love wrestling with her, and every time I wrestle with her, I feel like I'm getting better. She talks me through things. She calms me down, and she's really showing me the way to wrestling. I love it. So Right. I love wrestling. And she's really a nice person, too. The nice very nice just, person. Very, yeah. very nice person. She's the first one to come in and speak to everybody, and the last one to make sure everybody's okay before she leaves. She's an awesome person. She has great energy. You mentioned that uh, you were... Uh, you love China. Love China. Strong and powerful. Uh, we have a very strong and powerful lady in our division, and that is uh, Nyla Jade Rose. Cargill? Was that Jade? Did you oh, say Jade? Snap. Oh, oh, I snap. think she said Jade. Did you say uh, Jade? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, yes, I did. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you do in the ring against Jade? I mean, Nyla Rose. <laughs> um, I honestly think that will be a great match. I right. think we will go tick for tat. I think. It's all about muscle and all about power in that match. I think that would be an amazing match, actually. That's probably the person right now I could go toe-to-toe with, actually. Sure. She and I could definitely go toe-to-toe. But when you're talking about the strongest, you know, I was thinking you were – I'm pretty sure you meant Jade Cargill. I, I, I did. I, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, okay. Was I was just – My focus. Okay. Tony stuttered. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's all just, right. I, yeah. I was just checking. All right, perfect. It was my age, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sometimes his brain just doesn't this. work. I've been doing this oh, for a long time. You you don't lack in confidence. And, you know, you talked about that when you played basketball. And you just, I mean, that confidence just obviously shines through and shines through in the ring. I mean, that's something that you, that's something you have, right? I mean, that's something you, you don't learn at a wrestling school or you don't learn working out. I mean, confidence is something you grow up with, right? Right, right. I had great mentors who would talk to me through things and stand calm about things. And I've always been in front of a crowd and in front of a stage. So if you do anything like that, you kind of have to have the embodiment of some sort of confidence. Sure. If anything, the amount of confidence you have just automatically means you're going to be a fantastic professional wrestler for a very, very long time. You're already set up for success. Has Dustin or anybody worked with you on doing promos? Anything like that? I mean, because you're well-spoken, and it seems like it's going to come natural. Thank you. QT Marshall has helped me a lot, as well as Dustin. And I, I love working with Dustin, because if I say anything that's just outlandish, he'll cut me off right there and say, what are you thinking, Jay? Come on, let's get this together. Like, you got it. But I've been working with those two. Those two have helped me tremendously. And so you, you do some work. Uh, you work at the Nightmare Factory? Yes, I do. Yes, I okay. do. I train with QT Marshall at the Nightmare Factory. How often are you there? Depending on how often we need to travel at this point. Uh, yeah. But for the got most it. part, um, at least four or five days a week. Oh, my God. You're just insane. Yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. he calls me up, I'm like, all right, let's go. And we'll go. Because, you know, I, I'm there to make the women's division better. And I want to be better. And I feel like I can do nothing but get better. I don't think anybody has a ceiling in wrestling, you know. Everybody can learn something new. So I'm all for being trained. And I'm new. Why not? You know, 
I love working sure. with Keith. He helps me out a lot. Well, you're such a positive person. And I, I mean, it just exudes as much as the confidence does. Uh, we're talking to Jade here at AEW Unrestricted. We'll talk a little bit about more of that positive attitude. This is AEW Unrestricted, official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. We've been having a great conversation with Jade, one of our newest additions to the women's roster here at AEW. Recently made her Dynamite debut. I want to say first, like, and I know a lot of people notice this on your Instagram, but you had dressed up as Storm a while back with the silver hair, and you've been rocking yes. it for a long time. I know thank it's you, it's fantastic. Like, what prompted that color? I was just sitting around my friends, and they said, you know what color you should wear? You should wear the silver or, or the white color. And I was just like, oh, wow, I would love that. They say, you know, you look like Storm. You really should try it. And so I, everybody knows Storm. Why wouldn't anybody know Storm? And I was like, all right. And I tried it, and I loved it. I really – and I, I love what she stands for. She's a powerful black woman, and – I think I stand for that same that exact that same thing for sure. Yeah, there's there's no question about that. And uh, she, it also, and and really, I mean, because you're so athletic and you're so beautiful and you're so tall, you stand out anyway, right? Thank you. You stand out anyway at ringside, and then you put the silver hair on, and it's like, wow, it's like. We need to watch the match here and stop looking at ringside right. about what's going on. So it, it all works. I mean, it really does. It It's all you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying yeah. to own it. So thank you. Yeah, there you go. You're trying to own it. And, of course, now, we, as we've heard earlier, you've already made a challenge to Nyla Rose. So we've heard about that. And I'm just see what he did there? Do you see what he did there? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm booking, I'm booking matches as we go here. Okay? I, I see that. I see that, Tony. I'm sending notes to Cody and the Bucks right now. I said, book her oh right now against Nyla. Oh, boy. That's a pay-per-view match right there. I know. I was going <laughs> to say that's an anticipated match for sure. Oh, yeah. So you had mentioned Storm being a strong black woman. And then I'm thinking about the fact you have a three-year-old. And is there anything that Bailey? You, I call her Daisy, though. Bailey, yeah. Gotcha. Is there anything that you're looking to impart on her? Because you already do so many things. I imagine that she imagines that her mom can literally do everything and anything. But is there anything in particular you're trying to teach her? Strength and to own it and to just to walk in your own light. I do this for my daughter. If anybody, I do it for my daughter. I want my daughter to look at me on that stage and say, my mom is a wrestler. And everybody's like, what? Your mom does what? And she's like, yeah, my mom's a wrestler. And just everybody just be so drawn and taken back. I, I would, I love that. I, I wrestle with my daughter. You know, we have a good time. She's like, let's wrestle. And she'll do the little fist like this. And she's literally my, my partner. And that, more than anything excites me for my daughter to look up to me and to think you can do whatever you want to do. This is a male dominated sport, you know, and I want her to know she can do whatever she wants to be. And she can go into these, these industries and, and break glass ceilings. So it's very empowering to have my daughter watch me. Trust me. I love it. I love it. She's my, actually my wrestling partner right now. <laughs> anything else she loves to do athletically? Does she everything? Uh, oh, she's three. She's climbing on everything right okay. now and jumping off. That's the stage we're at right now. Right. She's in gymnastics. And right now we're about to put her in ballet <gasps> because oh. she is. Yeah, she's having a little girly style right now. She's enjoying princesses. All she talks about right now are is princesses, princess that. And I'm just looking at her like, listen, you're going to be an athlete. I want you to know that. Like, 
She just doesn't know it yet. She doesn't know it yet. She she has every she has my body type. She um she's super competitive. She gets upset. I wonder where she, she gets that from. I know, right? Not me, not me. Don't, <laughs> not don't you at me. all. <laughs> but um she she just gets excited about all that and all she does is, is run around. She has crazy energy right now. She's she just doesn't know she's gonna be a nasty yet. So that's that's that'll come <laughs> later. Right now she's into Disney princesses and things like that, but she doesn't understand that it's not going to work out. <laughs> it's a phase. It's-, it's a phase. You'll find out the Disney princess time are the greatest times in the world. So let, let that last as long as you can. Yeah, I am. I am. She's a young lady. Yeah. I'm excited for her. Yeah. I mean, that's all fairy tales and whatnot. And being able to exist in those fairy tale universes for as long as you can, given how crazy the world is right now. It's, exactly. I think it's pretty good. Where life hits you. Yeah. I know that you've said that, you know, social media is scary and getting scarier. How do you navigate that as a professional and a mother to a daughter? Thank you. Um, As you can see, I don't post my daughter as much. Maybe my story here and there. I've just heard a lot of crazy stories about kids and social media. And if you can see, I don't put anything super personal on my social media. Everything is business. Literally everything I post is business. I just, I don't believe in that until my daughter gets to an age where I think it's appropriate. Um, it's just way too much going on with sex trafficking and, you know, I, I'm just not comfortable right now with all that, with social media right. and my kid. A lot of bad things out there on social media. Not only, you know, you mentioned sex trafficking, but just, just the negativity, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's out there. It's just, it'll right. drag you down. Yeah. Right. And I want to know, I want her to know who she is before she gets attached to social media because people, social media to me is a facade. You really don't know what's going on with people. And I feel as though me applying psychology to this, kids are growing up and not knowing themselves and having any type of self identity. And they're attaching it to their social media and what they see. And a lot of these kids don't understand that. A lot of these people, with social media are not living these happy lives that you think they are and so I want her to know herself before she becomes a part of the social media world because it can be draining it can be very negative you have to have tough skin in the cyber world yeah you have to have crazy tough skin especially if you're in something as visible as say like wrestling and fitness and all these other things like you're just automatically going to draw negativity no matter how positive you can be which is, you know, one of it'll have you second guessing yourself, you know, and if you don't know yourself, it can really drag you down. So it's important to know yourself and for her to have self identity before she starts having other people's opinions in her head. Right. Because we want her to grow up to be this great college basketball player who has a great opinion of herself and gets in trouble all the time because she just seems <laughs> he's, to. He's not going to let that go. He's not going <laughs> to no, I think that's great. I love it. Maybe I really. I, I really think that's a great part of you. I mean, I, it seems to me that you emote confidence. You're, and Thank it you. seems to me that uh, that probably got you in some trouble as well. Yeah, lots of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that now. I've learned my lesson. Don't worry. No, everybody. <laughs> no. Everybody grows. Everybody grows. Everybody matures. Yeah. Except Aubrey. No. Yeah. I, I, I learned. Mature. I mature. I just yeah, prefer you, to act like a you, child. You have? <laughs> you don't act like a child? Me? Was that for me or Jane? <laughs> you. Definitely me. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm yeah. definitely like, I dress and act like a 12-year-old boy, even though I'm a 33-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. So, Jade, you're just 
incredibly positive. I mean, we've mentioned it multiple times on this that you're just exuding this positivity. You've got a great outlook on life. Your Instagram, I mean, you say it's business, but it's just filled with inspirational and positive messages. Is there any sort of personal mantras that you have? Uh, maybe something that helps you out on bad days? I, I like to look at it like this. I came from a very hardworking background and it's, it's all I know. And I told myself that I'm from Vero Beach, Florida. It's a great community. Everybody, but it's a community that everybody, they're raised up together, they marry together, and the cycle yeah. repeats. My biggest motivation was just to never go back home. Mm. And I told myself I was never going to go back home. Um, I'm going to be something. I had a lot of naysayers. And because I was in, when I was in college and I did have a big head that I'm, I'm very proud to acknowledge, I had a, a head and, you know, a lot of people told me what I was going to be. And I told myself, oh, you know me, this is what I'm going to be, watch. And so when I look in the mirror every morning with my daughter, I, I always am like, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're kind. And, and we speak these things to ourselves because at the end of the day, only person that's in your mind is yourself. You have to live with yourself. Nobody else lives with you. And that's what pushes me. That's what motivates me. That's what I wake up and that's what I'm breathing. So, and you know, I, I have, I'm living a dream right now. You know, I'm a professional wrestler. I'm in a position that a lot of people would love to be in. So I don't want to take advantage of that. I, I come to practice every day, ready to learn and ready to work. So I'm still living my dream right now. I'm enjoying it and I'm not taking it for granted. Man, I think we got to end it there. That's too good, right? <laughs> Tremendous attitude. And, and, and if you go to uh, your, go to her Instagram, which is uh, MS underscore Cargill, you'll see a lot of uh, positive pictures, positive <laughs> messages and pictures. Absolutely. So I know for me, follow me, you guys, yes, please. I know for me personally, it's a lot Thank of you, fitness Jay. inspiration because I look and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna eat those veggies today. Her abs are ridiculous. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I love, I love the compliments because it shows me what I'm doing. It's worth exactly. You know, this is what I'm here sure. for. I'm here to motivate. I'm not here to bring anybody down. If anything, I, it's it's more mental, like I said. And you know, you might as well make your mental space the best space that you're in right now. So. Oh, and follow me on Twitter, you guys. It's Jade underscore Cargill. I just started it about a week and a half ago. Yay. But I'm trying this Twitter world again. Let's see how it goes, you guys. So follow me, talk to me, engage with me. I love their interaction. All right. Well, make sure you weed out the trolls. I see. The mute Thanks. button on Twitter is the best. Just just mute. Don't block. Okay. Just shut them up. Keep yeah. that positive vibe going. Yeah. Don't let them get you down. Right. All right. Any other pointers about Twitter? It's, it's been like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I tend to pick days during the week, like a Sunday, where I just don't open it at all. Like, I think okay. you mentioned it a couple times, like just taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. Like, uh, it's hard because us as a business, as in wrestling, we have to promote ourselves constantly and be promoting the product. And But at the end of the day, it's about you and who you are and what you need. So don't, don't let social media take over your life. I forget I have a Twitter. <laughs> I even forget I have a Twitter half the time because I'm so um, on so stuck on business with Instagram. So Instagram's better anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh there, yeah. there we go. <laughs> it is. So the next time we talk to you, Jade, you're going to be a full fledged star here in AEW. You're going. Everybody's going to know your name, and uh, so it'll be exciting. Exciting. We 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 get you at the very, very yeah. beginning, 
We'll get to see you grow and then we'll talk to you again. Okay. All right. That's all. Thank you guys for having me here today. I appreciate you for taking the it's time. It's been absolutely wonderful it's been having great. you here. It really has. All right. You can subscribe to AEW Unrestricted Podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely end up watching the YouTube version that's released a week later or a week, a couple days, whatever. It's it's the Monday the week later. That's right. It's still early here, I swear. Uh, just search for AEW Unrestricted on YouTube and you'll find them. Uh, you can also make sure that you tune in to AEW Dynamite, 8 o'clock, 7 central, every Wednesday on TNT. You can see Jade. You can see Tony. You can see me. You can see the whole crew and the family. We're putting on a great show. I'm Aubrey Edwards. This is Tony Schiavone. Thanks for listening.